Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Diving Board Podcast. I am your host, Jill, and thank you so much for joining me on another pop culture deep dive here in the deep end. I am so happy to be back in front of this microphone. It has been a little bit since we talked. Um, A few weeks, I had to kind of take a little bit of a hiatus because it has been my busy season at work, so it's just been crazy. I've had to travel for work a lot lately, and it's just been super busy, but I am so happy happy to be back in the deep end with all of the divers because I've missed you all so, so much. I hope you guys are all doing great. I hope this podcast um, finds you well. And I also hope wherever you are, um, summer is starting and it's warm weather and everyone is having a great time. It's actually very warm here today and my mood improves exponentially when the weather is nice because you know in Chicago we maybe get like four months out of the year of nice weather. So I soak up every single second of it and I am very very happy right now so I hope wherever you are you can say the same Um, but enough about the weather of course we are here to talk about pop culture and there's been some crazy things going on in pop culture lately and I'm not just talking about the scandal even though the scandal really has consumed my life for the last two months. And I can't believe that it's already been two months. But at the same time, I can't believe it's only been two months because I feel like it's just been going on for so long. And I feel like I measure my life now before and after the scandal because it's just been earth shattering. (laughs) Like, Like how we used to measure our lives like before and after COVID. I really feel like life, it was definitely a cultural reset. So I mean, maybe not for everybody. For me, in my world, it definitely was a cultural reset. And here we are. It's been crazy. I'm so ready for that reunion. Did you guys see the leaked trailer of the season finale? That was absolutely insane. Um, I can't believe whoever did that. Like clearly it was an editor or an intern or someone who was in the editing room because they filmed the unreleased trailer and you can see they're literally filming a television screen. So I want to thank whoever did that for their service, but we didn't really need that service because the new trailer was coming out anyway. The official trailer was coming out. So I know the Bravo said they're launching an investigation to see who released that trailer, who leaked it. And I mean, I'm sure they've already figured it out. And I'm sure that person has been served with a pink slip uh, reference to Freaky Friday, Lindsay Lohan's band and Freaky Friday. But I'm sure they've been given a pink slip and have been let go. So I, I don't think it was worth it. But that trailer, I am so ready for it. I am I am so ready. This television, like I I just feel like we haven't had such good reality TV in so long, especially since Real Houses in New York left and all of this stuff. Like we need it and I'm ready for it. But like I said, uh, the scandal has been crazy, but there's been other things going on in pop culture that have also been crazy, namely something that's going on with Sydney Sweeney and somebody named Glenn Powell. Admittedly, I did not know who Glenn Powell was. Obviously, I'm a Euphoria fan. I'm a White Lotus fan. I love Sydney Sweeney, but I didn't know who Glenn Powell was. I used to be so much better with celebrities, but I feel like there are just so many celebrities now with like YouTubers and TikTokers and influencers and now actors and all these people. I just, I can't keep up. Back then, I feel like I knew everybody. I knew every celebrity, but now there's just too many people. But Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell obviously are both actors, and they are filming a movie. They just actually wrapped it up called Anyone But You, and they're filming it in Australia. And this is really kind of building momentum. It's kind of started a few months ago when there was pictures leaked on set that there was obvious chemistry between them. But the more things come out, like, there's something going on between them, which would be fine if they were both single. But Sydney is engaged and Glenn Powell had a pretty long term girlfriend and they just recently broke up and they recently broke up after some pictures and a video was released on Instagram of Glenn and Sydney hanging out. And like there is 
very, very heavy flirtation. They're all over each other. Like you can just tell they're into each other. And I don't want to say like they've crossed the line or they've hooked up, but like, you know, when people at the very least are extremely physically attracted to each other. And, you know, there's pictures of Sydney and Glenn Powell on a boat. And Sydney, of course, is in a bikini. And, you know, she's got great boobs. She's so pretty. And she's gallivanting all over with Glenn. There's a video where she's like laying on his lap. And they're just flirting. They're, they, like I said, they've gotten their hands all over each other. Glenn and his girlfriend recently broke up after that video of Sydney laying all over Glenn came out. And this girlfriend, I guess she's a long-term model. I had never heard of her. Her name is Gigi Paris, which totally jealous of that name. Gigi, you are better off, better onto greener pastures. And that name you're going to rule the world with that name. Like Gigi Paris, like come on. So we're living for Gigi, but Sydney's still engaged. She's still engaged to this man named Jonathan Devino, and he is a restaurateur actually in Chicago. He's 38 years old. And fun fact, there is he used to own a restaurant that was like two blocks away from my apartment. It was this pizza place. I had no idea he had owned this until I had Googled him. Um, it was this pizza place. It was decent. Uh, it closed down a few years ago because if you're making decent pizza in Chicago, you're not going to stay open that long because there's just too much competition. But he owned this place. So I was a little bit mind blown because I was like, I haven't thought about that place in years. And this Jonathan Devino owned it. So um, I guess just a little fun, random tidbit. But she's engaged to him. They're still engaged for now. But there's definitely something going on with this Glenn guy, with Glenn Powell. You know, like I said, Glenn Powell, pretty, I guess, bigger actor. He was in Scream Queens. He was also in um, Top Gun. So I guess like he's a decent actor, like good for Glenn Powell. You go, Glenn Powell. But (laughs) something's going on between them. And obviously, there are a lot of parallels related back to probably the biggest celebrity scandal that went on in the early 2000s. Like for my millennials and everybody who lived through this time, like in the words of Taylor Swift, like I think I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending. And of course, you know, I'm talking about the tale of Brangelina. Like these are the OGs of people who met on set, insane chemistry. They, uh, Angelina was single, but Brad was not. And love blossomed on set. Crazy things happen. So I thought we have to talk about this. We have to talk about the ultimate celebrity scandal of the early 2000s, especially because it seems like it is repeating itself now. Of course, not to the star level power of Brad and Angelina, because like I said, I didn't even know who Glenn Powell was until this, but it's uh, there's some lot of parallels and we're diving in. We are talking about this. It is about time we talk about Brangelina, right? I mean, a year of diving board and we haven't touched on this. It's long, long overdue. So on that note, I am revving up that time machine. It has been sitting in the garage. We're taking the tarp off, freshly waxed, car wash. It is ready. It's ready to be revved up full tank of gas, and we're going. And of course, we are going back to a year that we are extremely familiar with here on the Diving Board Podcast, and that is the year of 2004. I was in eighth grade. I was living life. I was blasting the Breakaway album by Kelly Clarkson and also that song Lean Back by Fat Joe. I was obsessed with that song in 2004. So we're going to be listening to that song all the way back when we're in that time machine, because you know it is the Diving Board Podcast and I have control of the aux cord. But luckily for everyone, they don't have to listen to my crazy music that long because we're in 2004. We got there very quickly. And while we're here, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt are the ultimate celebrity couple. Gosh, I miss it. This was just a time. Brad and Jen are both just on the top of the world. They're both in their prime, just at the peak of their careers at the moment. 
Friends is in the process of wrapping up. The series finale is about to air. And we know that series finale was watched by over 52 million people in America alone. So massive, massive hits. One of the biggest television shows ever. So Jennifer Aniston is a massive star. And Brad Pitt is a massive star. He is a mega A-list movie star. He's in a bunch of movies. And she's a mega A-list television star. So they're the ultimate couple. They're beautiful. They're tan. They're blonde. And like I said, just on top of the world. And this is a thing, just a little side note, that I thought it was a kind of a tidbit to talk about, just commentary. Uh, When I was writing these notes, I realized, like, actors are not as famous as they used to be. Because like I said, like I didn't even know who this Glenn Powell guy was. And I feel like I keep a pretty decent pulse on pop culture. But back then, like our celebrity pool was so much smaller than it is now. I feel like there are just so many celebrities nowadays. Or I don't even know if the word celebrities is the right word. Like, I guess famous people nowadays. But, like, the pool of famous people has gotten so diluted and so big that, like I said, we have our TikTokers. We have our YouTubers. We have our influencers. Like, there's so many just famous people to keep up with. When back then... It really was like our actors, our musicians and our models like and our comedians, I guess, like those were the people who were famous and professional athletes like the pool of famous people was so much smaller. And of course, you had your people who were, quote, famous for being famous, like we had our Paris Hilton, you had your Nicole Richie, but there wasn't that many people when nowadays a lot of these famous people are reality television stars or influencers like think about some of the most famous people in the world. And you're going to probably think of the Kardashian family. And of course, like they're huge moguls now and huge influencers, but their claim to fame was their reality television show. So just there are so many different routes to fame now in 2023 that there's just so many famous people. But back then, like actors ruled the world. They were so massively famous. So that's, I don't know, just thought that was an interesting tidbit of just like how things have changed in 2023 when it comes to fame. But that's kind of what I'm reiterating, just how famous Brad and Jen were. And Jen Anison, she's telling the press that with the end of Friends, she's ready to settle down. She's ready to take a break. She's ready to just chill out, stay at home with Brad and start a family. She's just kind of ready. Like her career is taken off. She's reached the ultimate pinnacle of it. And she wants to be a little more domestic. And she said she just needs to wrap up Friends. And he has a few films in the works that he just has to wrap up. And then they'll just travel together. They'll start working on starting a family and starting relaxing together. So she said he has to wrap up Ocean's 12. He has to wrap up the movie Troy. And he also has to wrap up a movie that he just signed on for. And that was a little movie called Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Now, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is um, about a husband and a wife, and their marriage has kind of sort of stagnated. It's very routine. There's kind of no fire left in the relationship. They're both kind of in their own worlds, and it's very, for lack of a better term, just kind of boring. But both of them, they're living double lives because they're both international super spies. And the kind of conflict of the film is that they are both hired essentially to assassinate each other, which sorry if I spoiled anything, but the movie came out in 2005, guys. <laughs> like, it's been a minute. So um, this was kind of an exciting film for everybody. And the role of Mrs. Smith was actually supposed to go to Nicole Kidman, but she was finishing up filming The Stepford Wives, which I quite liked Stepford Wives. Or I I mean, it's not my favorite film, but I kind of like watching it. I think it's fun. I love Bette Midler. And I know people always talk bad about Stepford Wives, but I like that movie. I mean, I never claim to have great taste in movies, but I enjoy it. Um, But production did throw out possibly Catherine Zeta-Jones because Brad and her had worked together during Ocean's 11, Ocean's 12, but people weren't too gung-ho on her being the replacement for Nicole Kidman. And one producer actually threw out Angelina Jolie, and they're like, that's the winner. That's the only person who could fill this role. So Angelina signs on, and she is going to be the female star of the film alongside Brad Pitt. 
And it's funny because when Angelina signed onto the film, it was like late 2003. And of course, Friends was still filming. It was wrapping up. And Jen had actually ran into Angelina on the Warner Brothers set. Of course, that's where Friends was filming. And Jen said this is the only time she has ever met Angelina Jolie. And she said she ran into her on the Warner Brothers set. She was actually driving. She pulls over and she's like, Angelina, it is so great to meet you. Brad is so excited to work with you. And you guys are just going to have the best time ever. I'm so excited. Good luck. I'm I'm just can't wait to see the film. So they have a really nice meeting. It's a great meeting of the Nepo babies. You know, Jen Aniston and Angelina Jolie are both nepotism babies, both Nepo babies, which really has nothing to do with the story, but it's just a little buzzword, I guess, uh, right now. So I thought I'd throw that out there. But they have a great meeting. Two women, they're wishing each other well. And it's just crazy to think that Jen wished her good luck on a film that ultimately led to her marriage's demise. But anyway, uh, the filming officially begins in January of 2004, and everyone working on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, they're so excited because there is just automatic chemistry between Brad and Angelina. Like, they just work so well together. They're so great to watch, and they just have a ton of chemistry. Like, it's an amazing casting choice because they're like, we made the exact right decision casting Angelina Jolie. She's better than Nicole Kidman even, and it just worked out so, so well, which is just so crazy when you think, like, if Nicole Kidman had actually stayed on to film Mr. and Mrs. Smith... It just like would it have created that whole butterfly effect that one thing was different. So now like their entire lives are different. Like would Jen and Brad stay together? Would they have had a family? Just it's crazy to think about. But I guess we'll never know. But they start filming. They're having a great time. And it's also worth noting in um, the situation that Angelina Jolie is like only like 28, 29 during this entire time. And Sydney Sweeney is 25 years old. So she's only like a handful of years older than Sydney Sweeney right now, which is so crazy because like I just feel like Angelina Jolie compared to Sydney Sweeney just seemed so much older. Like she was already a mother. She had already been married twice. And Sydney is playing a high schooler in Euphoria. So it just was crazy. Like their um, similarities in age. I didn't realize how close they were in age until I was writing my notes. So I thought that was an interesting anecdote. But while they're filming, Brad is going back and forth from Chicago to Los Angeles because he's filming Ocean's 12 and Mr. and Mrs. Smith at the same time. But it's not long until late spring, early summer of 2004 that rumors really start swirling that there's just some extreme flirtation and chemistry going on between them. Like everyone on set is kind of leaking stories saying like they are clearly very, very into each other. And, you know, Angelina Jolie is this sex siren. Like, who could say no to Angelina Jolie back then? And it's like, people are just saying, like, she's very clearly seducing him, and he is definitely doing it right back. Like, they just are really, really into each other. And this is becoming really, really big tabloid fodder because they're talking about the, quote, growing intimacy between Brad and Angelina. And the intimacy continues to grow because they're spotted holding hands while on the set in Italy. And when you look at these pictures, like it's there's clearly something going on, like they're very, very into each other. And it is not the behavior that a man who has a wife at home should be exhibiting. Uh, But they, you know, completely squash those rumors. They're like, we're just in character. Like, we're playing a married couple. Of course, you're going to be seeing us holding hands, which I'm sorry, Angelina and Brad, but there are many people who play married couples in films, and there aren't pictures of them on set like this. Um, But while this is going on, Jen and Brad, they actually attend the premiere of Troy and they look great. They look beautiful. They look like the Jen and Brad we all know and love and nothing is bringing them down. They are still very, very much together. 
But things kind of quiet down that fall of 2004. I mean, obviously, there's huge speculation. People are wondering about it. And like I said, these are three of the biggest stars in the world. And this is a time when actors were mega, mega stars. So people were talking about it all the time. And in the winter, Jen and Brad, they vacation to Anguilla. And I just remember like the paparazzi pictures of this were just crazy. They were all over the place and everyone was kind of following their trip to Anguilla because by now, like the rumors of Angelina and Brad had become so big that it was just kind of crazy to think like, damn, Jen and Brad are still together and they're in this trip. So people really wanted to see like what was going to happen. And the speculation kind of came to an end on January 7th, 2005, nearly one year to the date that Mr. and Mrs. Smith started production, because the second they got home to America from Anguilla, the day after, Jen and Brad released a statement that they were separating after four years of marriage. But of course, in perfect public relations fashion, they still wanted to remain friends. And it's just like crazy thinking about this. Like when you think about this trip, because literally the day they came back from the trip, they announced this separation and people who work and live in Anguilla, like they said, they're like, we saw Jen and Brad on the beach during this trip. They could not keep their hands off of each other. They looked so in love. They looked so into each other. They were going on romantic dinners and the servers at these restaurants were saying like, we saw them, we served them. They looked happy. They looked romantic. And so everyone was kind of dumbfounded. Like, even though there was all of these rumors to have them actually break up, it's like, whoa, this stuff is kind of becoming very real now, especially with these were kind of like America's sweethearts, like America's couple. And now they've officially separated from each other. And it's just kind of crazy when you think about this trip, like, did they go on this, this trip to save their marriage? And it just didn't happen? Or did they go into this trip knowing they were going to get divorced and this was kind of just the last hurrah and they're like, we'll go on this trip knowing this is probably going to be the last vacation of us as a couple? It's just crazy, but it kind of breaks my heart, like especially for Jen. It's just, I can't imagine like just all of the emotions that are going into this. So it's it's crazy. Like they might just think, well, we still have the flight book and the hotel booked. Maybe we should just go on the trip. But I would imagine Brad and Angelina, or excuse me, Brad and Jen could absorb the cost of not going on this trip. So it's just, it's a little crazy to think about just like what their headspace was. But of course, this fueled the flames that something was going to happen with Angelina. Like something was happening on that set. There was serious chemistry. They were very, very into each other. And Angelina kind of confirmed a couple years later that something was going on on the set. Like they were very, they were getting very, very close because she said in an interview in 2007, she said, because of the film, we ended up being brought together to do all of these crazy things. And I think we found this strange friendship and partnership that kind of just suddenly happened. I think a few months in, I realized, God, I can't wait to get to work. Which, like, I understand. I understand the importance of the work crush. I understand it is very important for morale to have a crush on someone at work so that it brings you into that office every day. It motivates you to shower every morning, put on something cute, put on a little makeup because your work crush is there. However, as someone who has just found out that their work crush has a serious girlfriend, um, I like I don't have a crush on him anymore. Like I'm not going to be emailing him. I'm not going to be pinging him on Teams. I'm not going to be walking by his desk to try to talk to him. I'm not going to be trying to go to meetings because I know he's going to be in there. It's like it kind of just over now and it sucks, but it's like he has a girlfriend. I'm not going to keep pursuing this. And this is an even larger situation. Like this man has a wife and I'm not the morality police by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't know. I guess I'm just a girl's girl where it's like, you're really talking about how you couldn't wait to get to work, to spend time and be in acting out romantic scenarios with somebody's husband. Like, I just think we could have 
We could have kept that to ourselves. And Angelina was a grown woman at this point. She had two marriages under her belt at this point. Like she had just gotten out of her marriage with Billy Bob Thornton. You know, they were just a year a year prior wearing vials of each other's blood around their necks. Like, my goodness, you know, and Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox did not do it first. Billy Bob and Angelina were the trailblazers of that. But like, she knows what she's getting into. She understands the dynamic of a marriage. So it's like, I just, that quote really makes my skin crawl. And it also made Jen, it really hurt Jen because she even talks about that quote in an interview a few years later she did with Vanity Fair. And she was like, I read that and it was just so uncool. Like that, it's just not right. You you just, you could have kept that to yourself. But like I said, at the time in 2005, these are two of the biggest stars of the world. And these people were, it was, this was also the height of the paparazzi. They wanted all of these shots. There was no social media. So in March of 2005, just eight weeks after uh, the announcement of their separation, they're scheduled to do a couple of reshoots um, for Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And the paparazzi are just desperate to get a shot, but they're unable to. But this is also, the month that Jen officially files for divorce. So big month in March of 2005. But the following month, um, the paparazzi are able to get their huge money shot because Brad and Angelina are spotted together on a beach in Kenya, and they are there with Angelina's son, Maddox, which at this time, she had only had Maddox, who she adopted from Cambodia. So Angelina was a single mother at this point. So she has her son, and she's she and her son are spending time with Brad. So clearly, it's a pretty serious relationship because you're not going to be introducing somebody to your child if you're not seeing a future with this person. So when you see the three of them spending time together on the beach, you're like, oh, something is going on there. And they're also in Palm Springs. It's known that they stayed in different hotel rooms, but they're in Palm Springs. They're doing magazine shoots. It's just things are happening and they're gallivanting all over the country, or excuse me, all over the world with each other. They're jet-setting in London, they're spotted in Morocco, and filming is over. So there's really no reason to be spending all of this time together unless they're, well, dating. And he's spending time with her child, and it's just, it's clearly getting very serious. So Mr. and Mrs. Smith premieres in June of 2005, and Brad and Angelina both attend the premiere. And they're both just they're very obviously in love. And this is the situation, like when you see pictures of Sydney Sweeney and this Glenn Powell, like, I don't want to say in love, but they're into each other. Like they like each other. And like, I've seen Glenn Powell without a shirt on. He's got washboard abs. Like I get it, but like you are engaged. So it's like, it's just not a great situation, but they're, they're in love with each other, Brad and Angelina. I mean, And this is also where that iconic picture comes, where they're on the red carpet and Angelina is in that black leather halter dress. She looks amazing beyond. And she has that picture of her looking at Brad with a huge smile on his on her face. He's got a huge smile on his face like they are in love with each other. You know the way people look at each other when they're in love. So they weren't fooling anybody. But um, also side note. Lindsay Lohan was at this premiere and there was a bunch of rumors that she was hooking up with Brad Pitt, which like (laughs) I kind of live for the fact that like Lindsay still finds her way into this fray. Like it just all comes back to Lindsay. I love that girl. So anyway, um, I just thought that was a fun side note. But um, in July of 2005, this is kind of when things, I don't know, kind of really, really just were hitting the wall at full force because W Magazine comes out and it has Brad and Angelina on the cover. And the headline is Domestic Bliss. And I remember, I always say, I'm a magazine kid. I grew up reading every single magazine and my sister had a subscription to W Magazine. So we were so excited for this issue. And basically it's, the, the pictures are beautiful. It's a really interesting concept. Like 
because of everything that was going on. It's a very interesting concept that it was basically like Brad and Angelina acting out, being a married couple. They have like five sons in these photos. And it's very mid-century modern, Palm Springs, kind of 1960s. There, There's a picture of them like saying grace as a family. They're in the backyard playing with the kids, pushing the stroller. Like the pictures are beautiful, but it's kind of like, you're acting out a married couple and the whole theme of this photo shoot is quote domestic bliss when you were just married six months ago and there's all these rumors that you guys are together and now you're acting out that you're a married couple and you have this huge family and it definitely is foreshadowing because this was Brad's concept. Brad actually made money from this photo shoot because like W Magazine did not hire them and ha- say, oh, you're acting all of this out. Like Brad came up with this concept with the photographer, Stephen Klein, and he actually made money from all of this. And Jen, when she learned this, she was shocked as well, because could you imagine like you divorce your husband or you file for divorce from your husband? And a few weeks later, he's working on this photo shoot, coming up with this concept. And she said, she was like, even if I would have confronted Brad, he would have just been like, it's art. But art was definitely imitating life because the month that this W magazine comes out, uh, they have not admitted to be being in a relationship, but it's extremely obvious. And it becomes even more obvious that they're an extremely serious relationship at this point because Angelina and Brad traveled to Ethiopia to adopt their second child, Zahara. And this is Angelina's daughter, her second child, because Angelina adopts Zahara on her own. But it's actually revealed that Angelina first adopted Zahara on her own because in Ethiopia, it's kind of frowned upon for unmarried couples to adopt a child. So they figured, okay, we would have a better chance of being able to adopt Zahara if I adopt her and then Brad works on legally becoming her father and legally adopting her a few months later, which he does. Mere months later, he works on adopting not only Zahara, but also Maddox. So Could you imagine if you're Jen Aniston, like mere months ago, you were married to this man. You had been with him for several, several years. And within months, he has not only began a relationship with the woman that it was speculated that he was having an affair with, but he's also starting a family with her, adopting her child, adopting another child with her. Like they have two kids with each other now. It's insane. Like they're a family of four and they were just married. Him and Jen were just married. It's just, I I could not imagine if I were Jennifer Aniston. Like, I don't know how she got through this because she didn't even have like Lana Del Rey to listen to. She didn't have Taylor Swift. She didn't have Kill Bill SZA to just blast on loop. I, I just give her so much credit. But of course, like, it was such a firestorm in the media and in society back then. Like, it was absolutely crazy. Like, I just remember, like, the Kitson shirts, the Kitson shirts that said Team Jolie and Team Aniston. And people were really trying to choose a side. And with these, those shirts at Kitson, remember, like, that picture of Paris Hilton and Nikki Hilton wearing the shirts? And I think Paris had Team Jolie and Nikki had Team Aniston, which I think it goes without saying. In this situation, we are very much Team Aniston here on the Diving Board Podcast. I mean, I don't like to pit women against each other. We're obviously just not Team Brad because he is the biggest offender here. But we're definitely, definitely Team Aniston um, in this situation here. And it's worth noting, Kitson said that the Team Aniston shirts sold out the Team Jolie shirts, 25 to 1. So people were definitely more Team Aniston because like people could relate to Jen more. She was the girl next door. She was funny. She was likable. She was down to earth. And she kind of lost her husband to this sex siren, like this sex pot. It's just like, it's crazy. Like Angelina Jolie back then, it's like, it's she's like Jessica Rabbit. It's crazy just seeing this. And you're like, well, Brad kind of just left Jen and now is with Angelina. And it's a crazy, crazy situation. And even though they 
haven't officially come out as a couple. Like I said, they're changing Zahara and Maddox's name to Jolie Pitts, and they are extremely, extremely serious. And things just get even more serious because uh, by January of 2006, two years since Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but one year since the official separation, uh, Angelina is in the Dominican Republic filming a film, and she tells a charity worker there that she is in fact, pregnant. And with that, they officially announce that they are together. So of course, uh, this is January of 2006. So we can speculate because their baby is born May 26th of 2006. So we can speculate that she was probably conceived in August of 2005. So like I said, separation and was in January, and he gets Angelina pregnant eight months later. <sighs> I need to take a sip of water. I'm sorry. I um, I just I can't. I truly can't. Um, if I were Jen Aniston, I would definitely be Mia Goth in the movie Pearl. Like just that crazy ass smile on my face. Like I just. I can't, but everyone was so excited for this baby because like this was the celebrity baby. This was kind of like the heir to the celebrity throne because we had two years of the speculation and then they get divorced and all of a sudden Angelina's pregnant. So everyone's freaking out. And on May 26th, Shiloh Nouvelle is officially born. And everyone was freaking out, like, what is Shiloh going to look like? Because she just kind of won the genetic lottery. She has an exceptionally good looking dad. She is an extremely beautiful mom. I remember the magazines back then. They would have like the computer generated, like what Shiloh was going to look like because everyone was just so excited. And everyone, this was also back then when everyone was paying for pictures of these celebrity kids. So People Magazine gets the exclusive. They pay $4.1 million to get the first pictures of Shiloh, and they donate the $4.1 million to support African children. And the following year, in 2007, they continue to grow their family because they go to Vietnam to adopt their fourth child, Pax. And Pax is three years old at the time. And Angelina adopts him. And then Brad legally adopts him as his father a few months later. So they have four children. They, like I said, he was married to Jen Aniston only two years ago at this point, And now he has four children with Angelina Jolie. So they wasted literally no time starting a family and getting together. It's just zero to a hundred. It's just beyond. So the following year in 2008, Angelina announces that she is pregnant with twins and they are born on July 12th, 2008. Knox Leone and Vivian Marshalline are born and people in Hello Magazine, they joined forces and they paid $14 million. And this was, of course, the highest amount that has ever been paid for a celebrity picture. And this was donated to the Jolie Pitt Foundation and donated to charity, which, I mean, this goes without saying, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie specifically, they've really set the bar for celebrity philanthropy. Whatever I say about them, like I will always give them their due and always give them their props that like they've really set the bar. They put their money where their mouth is, their boots on the ground. Like they have really taken celebrity philanthropy um, to the next level. So I do give them a lot of credit. But with we have Maddox, we have Zahara, we have Pax, we have Shia. And now we have Knox and we have Vivian. So they have six children. Four years ago, they just started filming Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but they have six children. The Jolie Pitt clan has expanded to eight people. But I got to say to Angelina, she always kills it on the celebrity baby names. Like they're unique, but they're sophisticated. They're chic. It's not like a lame, unique name. I mean, sorry to call out Gwyneth Paltrow. She lost the day of skiing. She just won her trial. So I hope she's back on the slopes. But um, like Apple, Apple is just so like, you're just trying to be quirky. But um, Angelina, she's really done a great job. And she clearly loves an ex 
in all of her boys' names. We have Maddox, Pax, and Knox. So we clearly see a pattern there. But she's always killed it with the celebrity names, or excuse me, the children's names. I've, I've always thought that. But like I said, three years after divorce, they have six children. And they're making big moves together. They have the Jolie Pitt Foundation. They're doing a lot of philanthropy. Like I said, they have six children, huge family, and they're also making very big business moves together because in 2012, they purchased for around $30 million the uh, Miraval Vineyards in France, and they have plans to perhaps start a wine company. And this was a very, very big business move for them, and um, they purchase it 50-50, they each have a 50% stake, and it's under the condition that either one of them cannot sell their stake unless the other signs off on this. And divers, I just want to reiterate, this is a really, really bad business move, especially somebody you are not legally married to, you are not legally bound to, please If you are ever making this big of a purchase, please do not do it in this way where somebody has say in how you do your share of the business, especially someone you have no legal ties to. And you know, I've said it before and I will say it again, we are very big proponents of prenups here on the Diving Board Podcast. Protect yourself and protect what you have. But anyway, this will come into play in a few years. I just wanted to reiterate this. So they're hot and heavy, though. Like I said, six kids, the Jolie Pitt clan, they're just the epitome of celebrity philanthropy and a celebrity family. Um, These kids, we love any pictures that we can get of them, and they just really seem like a wonderful family. And for years, people are asking them, like, why why haven't you legally married? Are you going to plan to get legally married? And they said, we are not going to get legally married until everybody else can, meaning they're not going to get legally married until same-sex marriage is legal. And that was like a really noble thing because same-sex marriage, when you think about it, which is crazy, especially younger folks who are listening to this, same-sex marriage has only been legal less than a decade at at this point in 2023. So it's just wild to think that we're this far and same-sex marriage has only been legal for a handful of years. So this is something that this was very, very politically charged in the early 2010s where people were finally taking this cause to make same-sex marriage legal. And the Jolie Pitt clan was really, really campaigning for it as well. So finally, um, in the early 2010s, we start seeing more states legalizing uh, same-sex marriage. Then the Supreme Court finally made it legal in the entire country in 2015. But Brad and Angelina decide in 2014 to get legally married. And they actually have a wedding at the Miraval Vineyard in France. So the... All of the kids are there. It's a very small wedding, and they profess their love to each other. They solidify their love. Angelina wears a strapless white wedding gown. Um, It's like doodled on. It's designed where it seems like it's the kids' drawings doodled on the dress. I'm not a huge fan of it, but I also don't have eight children, um, and I don't think I will have eight children whenever I get married or if I ever get married. So, you know, this is, it was very Angelina. It was very Jolie Pitt to have that wedding dress with all the kids doodles on it. But, and 10 years after Brad and Angelina met on the Mr. and Mrs. Smith set, they are officially legally married. It was a long 10 years, my friends. I, wow. So, it seems to be great. It seems like to be like the ultimate kind of unorthodox love story. Um, I hate to say it, but it's like somebody who was married before meets the love of their life and they get divorced and then they wind up getting married, having eight kids and living happily ever after with this person. Um, but so we think because it's uh, not soon after that. There is big trouble in the Jolie Pitt world because 
two years later, almost to the date, in 2016, they announce, Angelina announces, that they have filed for divorce. And that comes after a very, very volatile situation that happens on their private plane. Allegedly, according to Angelina, I just for legal reasons, I have to say allegedly, um, Brad got extremely, extremely intoxicated on the plane and got extremely, extremely violent. Apparently, he grabbed her, he shook her head, he shoved her. And during all of this time, Maddox, who is the oldest at this point and is almost a grown man, he goes to defend his mother and Brad gets into a physical altercation with him. She says that Brad was being very physically violent with the kids. He was pouring wine on the kids. He was pouring beer on Angelina. And it was just a really, really horrible, horrible situation on this plane. And he was just being very physically violent. Could you imagine what the pilot was thinking? Like, can you get on the no fly list on a private plane? Or is it just kind of like the wild, wild west up in the air? I'm not, I don't know how that works. But like, if you're very physically violent on a private plane, like how, like clearly you shouldn't be on a plane. So I, I really don't know how that works. I'd love to look into that, but it's just a the thought I had. But it's just crazy to think, like, clearly Brad is has a drinking problem and he is being very, very physically violent as a result. So Angelina's like, there's no going back from this. Like, we're getting a divorce and she officially files, which it just was so stunning because it's been 12 years of Angelina and Brad at this point and they and they finally get legally married and two years later they get divorced it's just it's absolutely crazy and nobody saw this coming and the media has an absolute frenzy with this because the New York Post is posting a picture of Jennifer Aniston laughing because they're divorced. And it's like, do we have to keep dragging Jen into this? She wants nothing to do with this. She's actually married to Justin Thoreau at the time. And she has moved on clearly. Like, where is she coming in? And, you know, there's so many crazy details that continue to come out, though, about this plane ride as the divorce proceedings rage on. Because I, again, allegedly, everything that happened, it sounds absolutely terrifying. And I feel so bad for everyone involved that had to deal with Brad. And years later, even though Brad denies any of this happened years later a source Jane Doe comes out and tells more of what went down and like I said it sounds absolutely terrifying and the fact that Maddox my heart breaks thinking that he had to be in a position where he felt like he had to defend his mother against his father I could not imagine it just sounds very very frightening and absolutely terrifying um, like I said, Brad completely denies this, but a investigation is actually launched with Child Protective Services that is actually transferred to the FBI, an investigation into this child abuse, because a lot of people are saying that Brad got really physical with the children. And unfortunately, there was no investigation because there was no case. So there's no proof. Nothing really comes of this. But the kids want really nothing to do with Brad. Maddox doesn't talk to Brad for a very, very long time and the relationship is still strained with Brad. I mean, it seems like Brad, like I said, allegedly based on everything that we've been talking about, developed a really, really bad drinking problem and there was serious consequences as a result. And unfortunately, it tore this family apart and it's so sad to think about. But you know, the custody battles, because they have so many kids, that was the big point of contention when this divorce hearings first started. But they're still fighting over custody because Angelina was first granted full custody and then there was joint custody, but the kids didn't really want anything to do with Brad. And Angelina saying that Brad never paid child support, Brad saying he gave her $8 million for a loan for a home and also gave her $1.3 million, I guess, just for the hell of it. So he's saying he's paying, she's saying she's not, or she's saying he's not. And it's just a lot of Michigas going on, a he said, she said situation. And I feel so awful for the kids. And like I said, lots of custody going on. He's still seeking custody 
of these children, joint custody of these children. But when you think about it, at this point, Maddox is an adult, Pax is an adult, Zahara is an adult, and Shiloh is going to be 18 years old next year. Like, feel old yet? I sure do. That uh, Shiloh Jolie Pitt is going to be 18 years old. It's crazy. Like, we have been on this world for a minute at this point. Like, damn. Um, But anyway... So really the only custody remaining are is the custody of Vivian and Knox. But the custody is really not even the biggest problem at this point because a major, major issue that still is in current day raging on between Brad and Angelina is the issue of Chateau Miraval. Now, Chateau Miraval was their home. It's where they got married. And it's the winery that they own, their wine business. You've probably seen Chateau Miraval Rosé in grocery stores. It's very unsuspecting that it's Brad and Angelina's wine. A lot of people don't know that. But Chateau Miraval is very, very present. The rosé is very present in liquor stores. You'll find it in Binnie's. It's a very big business. And Angelina had actually wrote to Brad a really, it's its really just a sad email in 2021, in the beginning of 2021, and it's in court documents. And she says, like, I don't want anything, I don't want any part of this business anymore. Because like I said, it's becoming a pretty big business. And she's like, I don't want any part of this because alcohol really tore our family apart. Your problem with alcohol tore our family apart. And she's triggered when Brad is releasing these advertisements for the Chateau Miraval Rosé where, you know, it's him holding the bottle of the wine or there's a picture of him and it's supposed to be him in the French Riviera and he's laying in a pool chair, sunglasses on, hat on, and it kind of looks like he's passed out. He's has the bottle of rosé and it looks like he's passed out in the sun after a day of day drinking. So I understand like if you saw a really bad side of him when he got intoxicated, seeing him with this bottle of wine and advertising it, it would be very, very triggering and jarring to see. So she said, you either buy me out or I'm selling my share. She's like, I am done with this. So she eventually does sell her share in 2021. And Brad is pissed because this has potential to be a really, really massive wine company. I mean, it already is very big wine and it seems like he really wants to grow it. So she grows, she sells her share. He's pissed. He sues her at the end of 2021 and she countersues him. So all of 2022, they're fighting over the Chateau Miraval sale. And this is upwards like $250 million that they're suing each other for. And she says it's just crazy because they're not even legally divorced yet. And as far as I can tell, they still in present day, as of May 5th, 2023, they are not legally divorced yet. They're legally single, but they are not legally divorced. And it's just crazy to think like this war rages on and it's such a shame. And when you think of just everything that they went through and now they're fighting not only about the divorce and the custody, but this winery. And it's just spiraled into something very, very big that, like I said, is still going on as I record this podcast. So we'll see what happens. But And divers, if you ever come into a lot of money and somebody wants to buy a winery or a really big investment with you, just this could have been totally avoided. This was just a really, really bad agreement. And, you know, Chateau Miraval, like I said, was bought for $30 million, around $30 million. And now it's worth almost $170 million, that winery. So huge investments. And like I said, could have been totally avoided if they just had a contract in place, a better contract, legal stipulations. It's just a mess. And we wish them Godspeed with all of this. I mean, it's sad. It's sad to see a family ripped apart. But like I said, a lot of this um, could have been avoided. Um, That Chateau Miraval. Have you guys ever tried that? Like I said, a lot of people don't realize that it's Brad and Angelina's rosé. You'll find it at your local grocery store, your local liquor store. It kind of teeters around like the $20 to $25 range. I prefer not to spend more than like $15 on a bottle of rosé. I love rosé. That is, I always say there's three certainties in life, death, taxes, and that I'll be drinking rosé. Like I... 
absolutely love it. Um, but there is a beverage that I prefer over rosé. Rosé is my second and this beverage is my number one and everybody close to me will know what I'm going to say. And I love a good bottle of smart water. There is nothing I love more than smart water. And you know who the spokesperson for smart water was? Jennifer Aniston. Shout out to Jen. Jen, it just all comes full circle. You know, like I love her and she's really doing her thing. She's rebounded. Like I said, she was married to Justin Thoreau for a little while. Didn't work out, but to rebound with Justin Thoreau, he is definitely more my type. I prefer a guy who's a little bit rougher around the edges, a little edgier. And I mean, I understand Brad Pitt is Brad Pitt. Um, in the words of Shania Twain, okay, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. Just not into it. So I think Justin Thoreau is a way better rebound. And she also rebounded with the ultimate man. And that is a young Vince Vaughn when she was in the breakup. I have the biggest crush on like early 2000s Vince Vaughn. I'm from Chicago. He grew up in a suburb very close to where I grew up. And that's just a man. Like, oh, a young Vince Vaughn. Like it is, is it hot in here? Like, oh my God, <laughs> like that is the ultimate rebound. That is more my type and she's been doing well. Jen is just, she's thriving and we love Jennifer Aniston here on the Dieting Board Podcast, but we also at the end of the day support Angelina Jolie. She's done amazing work philanthropic wise. She's built a beautiful family and she's really, really persevered through all of this. And I hope whatever happens with the Chateau Miraval lawsuit, it works out in a favorable outcome. And I really hope she can just get peace. And I hope these kids are at peace because I feel like they've been through a lot. So I really do wish them all Godspeed and yeah, I'm just, we're supportive of them. Brad, Brad's been sober since 2020 and that's amazing to hear. We wish him great luck in his sobriety. It seems like it definitely was a big issue for a while. Um, I think it's hard when you own a wine company to remain sober. So we will see what happens with that, but I really wish him luck in his sobriety because it seems like, like I said, him being sober is a much better route than the route he has been going down the last few years. And we had a lot of closure um, in 2021 at the SAG Awards because Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston ran into each other at the SAG Awards and there were some really poignant pictures of them. And it was just kind of two exes and two people who were together nearly in a past life 20 years ago. And they seem at peace. They looked happy to see each other. And there is a really, I think, quite moving photo where Jen is kind of turned to walk away. And Brad still kind of has a little bit of a hold on her hand. And she's kind of turned away into the future. And he's looking at her kind of holding on. And it just kind of shows she's an independent woman. She has moved on and she is forging ahead. And I think that is extremely powerful. And I think in a situation like that, of all she's been through, like I said, this betrayal and just in the public eye and her having to go through so much, she's really persevered and she is just an extremely strong and tough woman. And I think an amazing role model. So shout out to Jen Aniston. Shout out, like I said, to Angelina Jolie. We love a philanthropist. And I just, women need to support women. And these men can be, in the words of Charlotte York, just nice guys to have fun with. I don't know if we're having fun with Brad Pitt. I would rather be having fun with Vince Vaughn. So let's go the Vince Vaughn route. Um, but yeah, that's the story at the end of the day of Brangelina. And it is still fighting on or figuring out what's going to happen with Chateau Miraval. I don't think I'm going to be having that rosé in the fridge anytime soon. Whole Foods always has great sales on rosé, so I usually go that route. But anyway, we'll see what happens. And like I said, that is the story of one of the biggest, probably the biggest, Hollywood scandals in the early 2000s. And it's coming to a very interesting close 
And like I said, it's a developing story. So I will definitely be keeping everyone developed on the Diving Board Podcast Instagram. But I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Um, Quite an interesting story. Uh, Lots of twists and turns and some heavy topics. But, you know, that is just in the world of Hollyweird, in the words of Andy Dick, um, also an Illinois native, fun fact. But anyway, um, thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate it. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate if you rated me five stars wherever you're listening to this podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever, um, That would I would appreciate that so much. Also, I definitely encourage you to hit that follow button because I've been releasing bonus content that is only available and only promoted to who's ever following me. So please follow if you want to be up to date on all of the bonus content. And if you want to join our family over on Instagram, please join us at Diving Board Pod. And of course, that is B-O-R-E-D. Would love to have you over there. But again, thank you so much for listening. I have a lot more fun stuff planned for this summer. But until then, take care, everyone.